This is a HeadGum Podcast. Nathan, I must confess. Yes, please. I planned my life poorly. <laughs> Usually that's me that does that. Yeah. You're, you're supposed to be the responsible one. Well, I bit off more than I could chew. Uh, I, I picked up a little, a little freelance work and it was very fun, but I had to, had to stay up late. Uh, very, very late. I, I greeted the sun this morning, Nathan. So I'm very tired. Uh, I, I just feel like it's worth mentioning up top that I'm 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 very sleepy and I'm excited. Welcome to my world, Caldwell. Hey, <laughs> welcome to being sleepy. Come come walk with me. Come, you could <laughs> come frolic in the meadow of sleepy times. That is my entire waking life. You could, Nathan. I feel like with very little effort, you could develop an entire lifestyle strategy. Like if you wrote. A book? If you wrote like a Mary Kondo style book, <laughs> like living while sleepy, yeah, <laughs> a sleepy man's guide to getting the least out of life. But you live like an all natural sleepy. I have to like get that artificial sleep. I have to edge my sleepiness, Nathan. You know what I mean? <laughs> I have to like stay up late and then like make an active choice not to drink coffee. Mm-hmm. But like you, you're you're all natural. You don't you don't abuse any substances. No. Well, I mean, I guess you do, but you abuse substances specifically that make you sleepy. <laughs> right. I... <laughs> and this even when you true. do that, it's all organic. And I wouldn't say it's abuse. I'd say it's self-medication. There you go. Abuse impl- is what I do because this is like the 15th coffee I've had today. Anyway, this is no judgment th- zone because we're in we're we're dreamwalking, Nathan. We're, we're dream- in the Caldwell. Caldwell, you're you're here. You're here in the in the 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 state. Hmm. The, the fog, I like to call it. I, Dave Matthews' Space Between, as I like to call it. Yes, we're in Dave Matthews' Space Between. Mm-hmm. And um, I just got to say, it's it's nice having you here with me, but Yeah, is this what it's like all the time? You just kinda... <laughs> yeah, just like the, the edges, the edges of your vision are just foggy, and just anything extra is just the biggest inconvenience. <laughs> Do you get that thing where it just always seems like there's a man... In the room, is that like is that part of the is that part of it? Yeah, that's the sleepman. <laughs> that is the Sandman. That's the sand. That's that's the one. That's the guy they're always talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. He he's just there. He's just hanging out. I keep I keep almost catching him when I'm when I'm up too late when I'm working. No, don't try and catch him. That makes him mad. Uh huh. Got to chill. You just got to chill with him. You don't want to make him mad. <laughs> oh fuck! That would be God. I'm picturing that actually happening. Like I just like I catch him and he's just like it's me. <laughs> he's like what'd you think was going to happen? <laughs> and then he ooh, blows ooh, ooh. his sand in your face <laughs> and he goes ooh ooh. <laughs> I know that it's called the Sandman because you get sand in your eye when you wake up. Right, you up. get you get the dried out. It's just dried out like eye eye salt, right? Yeah, I looked it up one time. It's fucked up because you're basically just making crystals at night. Yeah. You're just, th- those are my night crystals. Yeah. Is that why the Sandman wants them? Or is he, mm-hmm. no, he's giving them to you. Right, yeah. It's, why the fuck is he giving me night crystals? It's it's not for us to understand, Caldwell. But yeah, I think the, the eye crystals are a, are a byproduct of the sand he sprinkles on you is to yeah. send you into a, a dream state. Right. So that, um... You can go there. You can have your dreams. I mean, Neil Gaiman has an entire uh, anthology of of works on the subject matter that are actually are actually really good. Uh, highly recommend. Just that's just that's just a little plug. 
Does it? Does Neil delve into eye crystals and the uh, residual gunks? Is there any? Is there any chapter dedicated yeah, I think to that, the gunks? That's, that's book three. It's called uh, Gunks and and uh, Elegies. It's like I am Sandman. I am one of the 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 gods of existence. I rule the realm of dreams, and this is my sidekick, a gunky. Yeah. This is Gunky. He he's the one that takes the sand and makes it all mushy in your eyes. He makes the he makes the eyeball cement that keeps your eyes closed. Right, yeah, he's Gunky is is closely related to the Corinthian. The Corinthian mm-hmm. has um just mouths for eyes. Yes. And Gunky uh, just has a bunch of gunk in his eyes. This is my hideous glue son Gunky. <laughs> what he does is he he takes the sand that I make that I piss out. I piss sand, of course. I'm Neil Gaiman's sand man. I'm, I'm Neil Gaiman's sand man, so of course I piss sand. It's very painful. It's my least favorite. He mucks it up in his mouth like some sort of wasp or dirt dauber, and then he, and he spits it right into your eyes, and that's what causes the dream state. Neil Gaiman. How did I do? It was, I mean... He definitely uses more syllabled words than you do, but like that was a good Clift's Notes version. Thank you. Okay. It's so sad when Gunky dies. When when death comes comes for Gunky. Yeah, but death is actually pretty a pretty chill character. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Gunky becomes death sidekick. Right. It's just it's just death shows up and, <laughs> and is like and they just sort of do a handoff. Right. Well, it's you see Gunky uh, on the the boat uh, to the river sticks, and he just says, "Time for Gunky to get funky." Yeah, it's one. It's it's weird. It's the only uh, book in the series that has one of those, um, like like that comes with children, certain children's books, where it's just a side panel where you can <laughs> press the button, and there's like the little audio clips that play. Um, <laughs> And they're all for Gunky. They're, none of Gunky's lines are written down. They all you just have to press the button. And that technology was so emergent. I would say it wasn't ready yet. Neil Gaiman really—he was a pioneer in a lot of ways, and uh, still is. The the technology for those, uh, I guess, like audio chip books, it existed. It was very optimistic. It like existed before audio technology was really good. Yeah. Like, cause right now you could you could pull pull up a song on your iPhone, and the the sound quality would be okay. There are probably books that just like come with apps that you can just be like, give your kid your his iPad and like have him tap along to the book. Well, you know those birthday cards that you get and you open it up and it plays a song. It was that technology. Yeah, it's that, that technology. Now you go to the you go to the birthday section. You go to Hallmark. Uh, they got Ulysses, just like the whole audio book. You just open the card. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Morgan Freeman read <laughs> Ulysses. Yeah, it's just all in that one little chip. It's amazing technology. It's great. It's you know we've come so far in so many ways, but but they still I still get gunk in my eyes. They still haven't they come they haven't come up with a way to get the gunk out. Get give me a pill or something. Let me be gunk free, Lord, that I might be gunk free when I awake. <laughs> that's that's the Lord. That's the prayer that I pray every night. <laughs> well, Caldwell, I think um, I think you've you fully acclimated to the dreamscape. I see Dave in the distance. He's here. He's here with me as well. He's one of <laughs> he's omnipresent, right? Um, and he's he's telling us to go on, to go on with the show. That's like his classic song says, uh, "Crash into me," and that's what we're gonna do at the beginning of the show. Let's start it right now. Crash into the theme song. 
Here it goes. Yeah. What? What should we draw? Welcome to What Should We Draw, where we use the art of conversation to make art about a conversation. My name is Caldwell Tanner. And I am Nathan Yaffe. Hi. I, today, am occupying the space of sleepiest. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird being the second sleepiest person on the show. How does it feel being aware? You're basically like an Ubermensch. You're, you're a Superman compared to me, Nathan. Yeah, I, it's, I've been training with the weights on, with the sleep weights, and now I still have them on, but you have them on too. And so you're, you're going like, oh, what are these weights? And I'm like, what are you, they, those are just, that's just being, that's just living, man. So many people try to make a superhuman, but the real solution is just to make everybody else worse. Just make everyone else really tired. And then you get a good night's sleep for once. Just tire everyone out. Right. Just badger them. <laughs> Just create, a, create an environment where uh, everyone else is having a bad time. Right. And, and you're doing okay. It gets some sort of global waterfall that you're super used to, but everyone else isn't. And it keeps them up at all hours, but you sleep right through it. And then boom. Those noisy waterfall sounds that are impossible to sleep through. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I guess just hire a construction crew for every person on the planet. Hire a construction crew. That's good also just because, I mean, just get fix some fix some potholes in the neighborhood. Fix fix our, our nation's crumbling infrastructure. Let's let's do that. Let's do that, but also make everybody sleepy. Invest in construction jobs, but also make everybody sleepy. I wanna just get a lawnmower. Yeah. And just start going around. <laughs> <laughs> just start, just go around, just tour the country, you know, <laughs> do a lawn tour of the country. <laughs> That's the new trend. That's the new teen trend right there. It's just like rogue lawn mowering, just like dark state lawn mower. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just cut a section of the, of, of someone's already pristinely mowed lawn, like a, a quarter inch shorter. Yeah. You just do a strip. In one strip, and they're like, "What? Hey, <laughs> oh, you gonna complain about me cutting your grass? Didn't think so. Not vandalism. Oh, what? Yeah, I'm gonna. I I do that. I cut people's hair at night. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> I don't do a bad job. I just do an incomplete job. Teens everywhere are getting their barber's license and giving each other surprise haircuts. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna do it without a. I'm gonna." Take some classes first. I'm going to learn the proper technique. I love the idea of a vigilante lawnmower man, though. Mm hmm. It, I don't think that's not what the movie Lawnmower Man is no, about. No, the, the movie Lawnmower Man is, I believe, about uh, computers. Uh huh. I think it may be the, the titular lawnmower man gets sucked into a computer uh, despite being a simple lawnmower man. I see. Mm hmm. Because he's saying his classic catchphrase the whole time he's like, I'm just the lawnmower man. I don't need I don't need to be in this cyber hell. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. I'm the lawnmower man. I love it when they use the title of the movie. Right. In the movie. <laughs> well, call it, I, I, here's a solution. Okay. You make you make the main character a woman. First of right. all, that's good. More more parts for women, more representation of women in in blockbuster movies. Second of all, you just call it lawnmower woman. It's a different movie. You don't have to worry about the title. Just condense that sucker, mo woman. Mo woman. Mo woman. 
Mow woman. Mower woman. Mower, mower, mower lady. I've taken it back. Unless it's mow girl. Yeah, mower maid. And it's like a lawnmower girl that's also a mermaid. I think I'm losing the thread a little bit here. A little bit, but I, that's that's to be expected when you are a, a sleep-deprived baby that you are. I do. I don't want to lose this thread, Nathan. Uh, and the thread I'm referring to, of course, is Vigilante Lawnmower Man. Okay. I think that there's something very fun about just hopping on your riding mower, forest gumping it across the country, just mowing as far as you can see, as far as as far as this great green land will take you. Well, Caldwell, I've written that down. I don't know what the drawing idea is off of that, but I we can we can revisit it at the end of the show. Um, but what's nice is that uh, as much as we like to lose the thread, yeah, our our wonderful listeners uh, do always provide us with uh, enough of a structure. Nathan, so many beautiful spools they've given to us, our yes. listeners. <laughs> So um, I, I think we we've picked out a few a few golden strands mm. uh, for us to to follow. I'm I'm opening the big cupboard full of our listeners. What do you have for me today, my babies? <laughs> as much as I'd love to keep talking about vigilante um, house chores, rogue mowers, yeah, rogue <laughs> rogue mowers, rogue mower. <laughs> we got rogue mower here. No, we can't. We have to read Johnny's email. We got to read Johnny's email. Johnny sent us a a freaking dinger, and I'm not gonna. I don't wanna. I don't wanna undersell it because I can't. It's very good. Are you ready for it? Yeah. What What does Johnny say? This comes to us from Johnny A. Johnny A plus, more like Johnny A writes. Flightless birds get all the hype, but what about swimless fish? <laughs> <laughs> I like the pregnant pause you added in the, in the reading of it. It was good. Swimless fish. <laughs> Swimless fish. Because the the reason why there can be flightless birds is because birds uh, can both fly and also sort of just stand around. Yeah. Whereas fish, I feel like, are in a, a perpetual state of of swimming. I was thinking about this, um, and the the in between is, of course, like mud or a puddle. Oh yeah, them puddle jumpers. Yeah. I, and there are there are certain breeds of fish that do live in mud, um, dirty you know the, them dirty jumpers, them bottom feeders, right? Uh, them bottom dwellers. But I, I I'm specifically thinking about like kind of a like a reclining fish, <laughs> a real lazy fish, a real chill fish, a, <laughs> a swimming. No, nah, that's not for me. No. <laughs> the other thing that the word swimless makes me think of is uh, it sounds. When you don't think about it too hard, like some sort of fish that you would buy in like the freezer aisle. Oh yeah, the- <laughs> oh shit, they got swimless fish. They got swimless. <laughs> that sounds less humane. Yeah, yeah, but it's so tender. <laughs> is fish ever is fish ever not tender? It's like a pretty soft meat. Nah, dude, you gotta try it. It hasn't even swum even once, dude. Okay. It's the chillest fish. <laughs> they live the chillest life. They grow them in a lab, and it doesn't even swim ever. You know how all right, you know how water you can like swim through and shit. Not this water that Not they grow these water. bad boys in. It's, it's thick as hell. It's a thi- it's a thick water. It's a gel. <laughs> they call it thick water, but it's a gel. <laughs> they keep these fish in that pillow water, if you know what I mean. <laughs> They're so comfy in there. <laughs> they don't got to use their bones, but once the bones just melt away. Yeah, you sick of getting fish bones in your teeth? 
You think it's like a choking on fish bones and, and the fillet? Don't worry about that. These swimless fish, their bones just melt. <laughs> They're the meltiest bones you could ever hope for. I them butter bones. Thanks for coming grocery shopping with me, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you go to our weird grocery. What else is here? <laughs> uh, penguin meat. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm seeing it. And it's not like sliced or anything. It's just a full frozen penguin it's in there. An entire, yeah, it's like uh, it's like when you go to Chinatown, you see the ducks, but it's penguins. It's when you when you see the ducks, yeah. Except it's penguins. Yeah, it says Trader Joe's out front. <laughs> it's it's trade it's Trader it's Trader Joe's. <laughs> it's T R A I T O R Joe's. Okay, I was gonna say that it was J H O Z, like some sort of dark prophet, but I like oh, yeah, it's better. Tra- it's Trader Jaws. <laughs> Trader Jaws. <laughs> 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 oh shit! I forgot. Oh man, I went to the grocery, but I accidentally went on the <laughs> the third month of the Lunarian calendar, <laughs> right when the planets were aligned, and I stepped into Trader Jaws. I, I stepped. I said the Dark Jaws rose again. <laughs> it's always in the exact same location. I stepped into the hideous maw that is Trader Jaws. <laughs> I stepped into the jaws of Trader Jaws. But they just got such good deals, you know, because they circulate everything themselves. So, like, I don't know. What do you want me to do? Go to fucking Gelson's? No, thank you. <laughs> Gelson's? <laughs> is that a real place? <laughs> yeah, dude. All right. Let me let me lay it out is for that you. The, is that the Gristides of the West Coast? I feel like Gristides is, like, mid-tier. Okay. I would say that it's, all right, it's, like, fancier than a Gristides, but not quite a Citarella. I don't That's a Gelson's. Citarella. Oh, Citarella, dude. That's like that Upper East Side shit. Oh, I haven't even been. I got we got um we got Pioneer. Yeah. Um Key Foods. Mm-hmm. Um, I get uh, Western Beef. That's the one. That's the lowest tier. Nathan, have we have we talked about the beef on the show? I don't know. I don't know if we've because Western beef is sort of a, a legend. We've done like 60 plus episodes of this goddamn thing. We have to have mentioned the beef <laughs> at some point. We may have mentioned it, but I don't know uh, if we got into it. Um, I like I didn't I didn't know I could hate a grocery store. I did <laughs> like I, I didn't know I could be actively upset by being in a grocery store and Western beef. They did it. Like, they fucking did it, man. So I like Western Beef because, number one, the name is fucking Western Beef, which is the the best. It's the name that keeps on giving. Yeah, the name is Western Beef. The symbol is a cactus. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So you have to imagine that you stumble upon this cactus. You're in some sort of heat-soaked mirage state. You're in the space between, and you see this cactus, and he's like, would you like some of my beef? All you have to do, take my hand. Hey, come here. Just come, give me a kiss. You must, you must travel westward to find the beef. <laughs> you must come with me westward to find my beef. <laughs> I'm that cactus that Snoopy's cousin is always talking to in the desert. <laughs> I'm full of delicious water, but you will not get it. I'm too prickly. I'm too prickly and waxy on the outside. Damn that sassy cactus! I want that water. <laughs> you must travel west. You can only get the beef water. <laughs> and also, some pretty cheap modelos. Some cheap they modelos? Too. Some tall boys of limeritas? <laughs> and for some reason, 
a giant walk-in refrigerator that you can just chill in. Sometimes there is a man who is just sitting in there yelling at everyone. <laughs> you do not know why he is there. The Western beef has... I guess that was maybe a popular thing for a while, but it's just got like a huge walk-in fridge. Like as opposed to having a frozen food section, it's got a frozen food room right. that you can just chill. You could die at the beef. You could go to the beef and freeze to death. You um the, the, you you don't get into heaven or hell if you freeze to death <laughs> in a western beef. You go to a special you go to you get it like a consolation prize. Like all the other things that you did in your life don't right. get weighed. Because you you fucking died in the Western beef, so you just get like a second place. You just get it's just the whole the whole thing's a wash. It's a pneumatic tube straight to purgatory if you die in a Western beef. <laughs> I love Nathan, I love grocery store names because you could say literally any phrase of word, and as long as you like as long as it's within the context of grocery store, it sound it instantly magically becomes a grocery store. Yeah. Like, if I were to say the name Great Flamingo. Oh, yeah, that's a grocery store for sure. Yeah. Or, like, Schwip Tiffers. <laughs> yeah, <there's> like, <laughs> it's like just like some person's name or something that sounds like it would be a roadside attraction. What were your, what were your hometown grocery stores? I mean, we just had, we had Safeway. Sure. And, and Giant. Those were, like, the two... Giant is good. Yeah, Giant's pretty good. That's a very good name for what the fuck? Why are you? Why did you name your grocery store Giant? I guess because you have like a large selection of things. Yeah, it's just you. You go to the Giant. You, you also there. You the way it worked was you had to. Well, you had to climb a beanstalk to get to okay. the grocery store, and then you would just you would just ask the Giant if they had the thing you were looking for. Usually they would because I guess Giants have access to a whole sort of cloud kingdom's worth of produce. Nathan, I'm going to play a game with you. Okay. I'm going to say three grocery stores, mm -hmm. and one of them is going to be fake. Okay. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. Okay, number one, Harris Teeter. Okay. Number two, Kroger. Mm -hmm. Number three, Cronson Ingrams. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, I I know the the other. T I know Harris Teeter and Kroger are names of grocery stores, but also the fact that you had to pause. You didn't have the third name ready. No, and so you had to pause and like like do that thing where like a child <laughs> is trying to come up with a fib. Number just, four. Snublix. <laughs> um, food Lion. Do you, do you ever have a Food oh, Lion? Oh yeah, I got a, we got Food Lion in the southeast. You better believe it. I love it when food is in front of it. They, I played. Um, did you play Night in the Woods? I don't know if you did. No, it's a very good video game. I would recommend it. Cool uh, to anyone. It's like a. It's weird because it's just a game where you're a cat and you drop out of college and hang out with your friends, uh, which is a weird premise for a video game, but it's very good uh, and atmospheric. Yeah. Uh, but I think, oh, in that game, the grocery store is called Food Donkey, which is amazing. It's that's a very a, good that's name. That's a great name for a grocery store. Shout out to Night in the Woods. Play that video game. Yeah. Well, Nathan, I think that... <laughs> <laughs> so to, to answer, so what about um, Swimless Fish... 
Swimless fish. Found in the dark, <laughs> found in the dark Trader Joe's, Trader, Trader Jaws. You got swimless fish. You got feetless cows. You got- uh, Wa- Walkless cows. Walkless cows. You got smart birds. <laughs> you got smart, just two smart birds. Thinking birds. Heartless beef. Heartless beef. Mm-hmm. Cruel beef. Just, yeah, just some mean beef. Yeah. We've talked about that before, but I do, I wish that we could quantify animal cruelty. Right, because they say cruelty free, but like, what if I, what if I really want to taste the suffering? No, I don't, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about animals that were specifically assholes. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I want, I want that punishment beef. Right. You want to know that they deserve to die to make your burger. Punished beef is, uh, of course, you know, the beef that you play in, in the fifth uh, Metal Gear beef game. <laughs> um, <laughs> beef eater. Yeah. <laughs> do you think, could we do like a graphic that is like grocery stores per state and it's just 50 fake names? <laughs> There's no drawing. It's just a list of names. It's Adam Sandler and 50 grocery stores. 50 first plates. 50 first plates. There it is. Um, yeah, I mean, that'd be easy. We just need to come up with some names. Swimless fish, though. Just to just to take I, it back home. I like the idea of a really relaxed fish. Yeah. Just one of them one of them bottom feeders that cause what what is I don't think it's even a bottom feeder. I think it's just like it's like a a fish that lives in like a puddle or mm-hmm. in like shallow water and it like is literally half out of the water and it's kind of reclining mm-hmm. and you just see it there and it kind of like spins its head at you and they're just like, hello. Hello. Yeah. They're, they're very, they're very laid back. They're just enjoying it. They're just, you know, like fish live at the beach essentially all the time. Right. That's great for them. Yeah, they don't even have to leave. They're that's their home. Mm-hmm. They're just constantly on vacation. Well, you got flightless birds. Are there any other sort of like, I guess, just dumb backwards animals like that that we could expand this list with? I mean, there are those. There are monotremes, which are just the the mammals that lay eggs. No, those are just greedy mammals. They got too many things. They <laughs> they just didn't want to have to go through labor. Right. I'll just do eggs. We'll just do eggs. Let's, <laughs> let's stick with eggs. I feel like eggs is easier. Okay, well, <laughs> you guys can stick. I like what we got going with the with the fur and the and and all that. But um, yeah, I think we're gonna stick with eggs. Gonna need some barbs though. Gonna we'll need poison though. Yeah, we uh, and also yeah reptiles. You, I like that you've got like poison barbs and stuff. So we're gonna take that too. Man, oh man, is that cool? If you could do eggs, would you do eggs? If I could do eggs, would I? Well, l- I'm in the position where um, I don't. I would never have to give birth, regardless. Yeah, but would it, say if you were doing it like Namek style, where you just like barf a big egg out your mouth. See, I I don't like the sound of that. Okay, I d- that sounds that sounds unpleasant. If one of the times, if it just felt like a really satisfying poop, but instead of a poop, it was just an egg. Yeah, that I, I could get behind that. <laughs> you just yeah, you go to the doctor. They're like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you have a son. You have a son. You're gonna have to poop him out." And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, you're gonna have to pass this child." But I, I can just do it. I can just do it. The thing about an egg versus a an interior job, an inside job, a womb, 
yeah. is that you could lose an egg. Yeah, you can fuck it up. Yeah. You just put it, set it down somewhere and then, you know, somebody misplaces it. You like you put it through security and then somebody picks up your egg and then they take you take their egg. And well, like, you fuck. shouldn't travel. You shouldn't travel with an egg. But sometimes you got, I'm a busy man. I have business meetings to attend to. I have to take my egg with me. I'm sorry. I'm a working dad. You should have thought about that before you decided to have an egg. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really learning a lot about your policies, Nathan. <laughs> I'm say I'm I'm pro egg, but mm-hmm. not pro. Uh, I think you I I believe in in paid egg turnity leave. <laughs> this new candidate we got is great. They're pro egg. <laughs> what are like? What do you mean, pro egg? This is an egg. They love egg. Nathan, uh, I think I think we should switch gears. I think we've exhausted this route. But I wanna I, I wanna adjust. I don't wanna I don't wanna get fully off the track here. We're just going to a different. You know, think of this like Shining Time Station. We're we're abandoning Thomas. We're hanging out with his friend Percy. Randall, Percy. Yeah, the green one. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna ride with Percy for a day. What sort of hijinks is Percy getting into today? Uh, well, we're actually not going to ride with Percy. We're going to put Percy behind a fucking brick wall uh, because he was bad. We're going to Amontillado Percy like in that one episode of the show. And we're going <laughs> to hang out with uh, Aaron, the steam train. Uh, we're going to hang out with Aaron, who sent us a nice email. Do you want me to read Aaron's email? I would love it if you would read Aaron's email to me, please. Go it on. begins Greek dressing. Okay. Hey there, artistic buddies. I've recently been looking at some Greek myths and whatnots. What I found interesting was the punishments. Like, who the frick frack? Sorry, let me take that again. Who the fuck fuck thought eagles eating your liver was the best way to teach a lesson? Do you have any more weird, obscure timeout suggestions for those no-good mortals of the past? Best of fucks, Aaron. Now, Caldwell. Yeah? You added some obscenities to Aaron's email. Sorry, you got cuss pranked, Aaron. My, my filthy mouth... Got, I got your email in my gob, and I and I mucked it up with my nasty words. <laughs> Blech, spit it out. It's gross now. That's what you get. That's the price you pay uh, for having an email read aloud on this illustrious program. But I like I love I love Greek mythology. Yeah they they really they really tapped into um, all the shit that people do. All they tapped into like the id and the ego and the superego and then like twelve other ids. Yeah, they were just like, what if, what if the world is the is the shitty way it is because it's run by a bunch of shitty assholes? It yeah. makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke about the Koopa kids being the Koopa ids, but that's nothing. That's not a joke. Let's keep on the current track. I no, keep... let's. <laughs> no, no, I shouldn't have even said it, but I just like I didn't want there to be dead air on the show. <laughs> Call a live in this. <laughs> no, put it. No, d- close the door. <laughs> Koopa ids. The no, the the cold air is getting out. Just close the door. Don't. Uh, it's. I don't even know why I said it. Well, that's that's one idea that that I thought of uh, immediately. Just because I'm in the podcasting headspace, right? Anyway, and and we like to get self referential on the show sometime. Sure. Uh, for me, a terrible punishment would be having to listen back, and and it is a punishment that I that I subject myself to self inflicted. Yeah, uh, having to listen back to all of the stupid, unfunny shit I said. Oh yeah, having to having to hear all the times I say like. Yeah, 
Like a supercut? I feel like if you went to hell or Greek hell or just, you know, we're in the Elysian fields, but you fucked up big time in life mm-hmm. uh, and you got a special punishment. Right. Yeah. Hades comes down and doles out your punishment and it is a supercut of all the dumb shit you said or a supercut of every time you said like. Yeah, every time every time I just couldn't get out the thought. Right. Like I knew the the right word to say, but it wasn't it just wasn't there. It just wasn't there then and so it's just me going, "Well, it it's like it's like it's like um <laughs> it's like mm, just for all eternity." Mm, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, and then Sisyphus is like rolling his boulder and he's like, "Keep it down." <laughs> He's trying to do my boulder thing. Sisyphus just... <laughs> oh, my God. I thought I had it bad. Do you think that... Here's a question regarding mm-hmm. Sisyphus. Does he get more jacked every time he rolls the boulder? He's pretty jacked in all the pictures. He's got yeah. that old man face and the crazy eyes, but his body is tight. Do you think that's the the loophole that they didn't think about? Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, shit. The, the boulder is going to keep rolling down, but if he keeps pushing it up, he's going to get ripped as hell. He's going to get so yoked and he's going to be able to bust that boulder into a million pieces. Does also, what what happens if he isn't pushing the boulder? Oh. What what happens if one day he decides, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. I know what happens. Well, I think they got a lot of shitty punishments they could throw at him. You know, they could instantly, they could give him like a hornet bath, like real quick if they needed What's, to. What was the one guy who's in, who's up to his neck in water, but anytime he tries to drink it, the water goes down? And anytime he tries to reach the grapes above him, they move out of way, <laughs> out of reach. Uh, I don't know who that person is, but I know this this myth. I know this Tantalus. Punishment. Tantalus. There you go. It is Tantalus. I remember my Greek myths. They, yeah, fucking ancient Greeks had that psychological shit on lock. They all do seem vaguely sexual in nature. They seem oh, like- Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's edging. That's just edging is what- <laughs> <laughs> okay all right cool yeah for sure well that that's that was another great thing about it, it was just all the gods were fucking everything and everyone all the time they were all cheating on each other they were all like each other's lovers and siblings and adultering each other all the time and getting pissed off and turning into animals and fucking people, and then turning the people that they fucked into shit because you think there's like one like one they, god they, that just like had a normal life and just, was really sick of it all. Just, just Craig Craigius. Yeah, he's like he's married to just like a normal woman, and <laughs> he just hates family reunions. Zeus just turned everybody into swans, and I don't know. I was born from Zeus's pinky. Yeah, I'm the god of st- I'm the god of staplers, and I just I think that <laughs> staplers are real neat. I'm god of office supplies. I'm the god of office supplies and adhesives. <laughs> you know, I I try and stick stuff together mostly. Uh, I don't know that life on Olympus. Sure, the I mean it's a great view of of Greece, but uh, it's just the drama. The drama is too much. I just I like living here among the people. Sometimes in a moment of wrath, I will transform my tap water into sparkling water. (laughs) Just so that someone gets the hiccups. (laughs) Gets a little case of the burps. I gave my wife a little duck tail in bed one night as a a kinky punishment. A what? 
a little duck tail. A duck tail? Like the Disney show? No, like an actual duck's tail. I don't I don't I would not turn her into a swan or something freaky like that, but I gave her I just gave her a few feathers. On top of her butt, just a, a little tuft of feathers. Okay. Just a little tuft. That's enough for me. That's enough for Craig. <laughs> What'd you say? I said Craigius, which was very dumb. <laughs> I'm going with it. <laughs> so yeah, it, the punishment for me would be every time I I can't think of an actual funny thing and I just say something dumb, just a super cut of that. Also, um, if any piece of content I made was just sort of given to the worst parts of the internet, if if an episode of this podcast found its way onto 4chan. Oh, and they just like made fun of us. Like that's a that's a punishment I inflict on myself is just reading at replies and then finding a particularly heinous one and then seeing okay what what does this person believe and then going down that rabbit hole. <laughs> you do that to yourself. You'll just dwell on it, which I, do. I find interesting. I do. I I cuz I cuz I think people are interesting. <laughs> I want to know how you get to that point. Mhm. I think I am a perfect example of what People who don't like millennials think of millennials. Sure. Like I was very coddled and had a very cushy upbringing. And so I grew up sort of believing that people should just sort of treat each other nice. <laughs> um, but I'm also but I'm also kind of lazy and uh, and haven't really had to work very hard. You are wearing that big blue ribbon that says. Daddy's good boy. Yeah, Daddy's good participation boy. Mm -hmm. I do. I have more participation trophies than actual <laughs> trophies in my home. A lot. Of, well, they they'd call them most improved, right? Because it would just be like, hey, you tried a thing. What if you have participation trophies for like every single thing you did? Mm -hmm. So you you had like one that was just a toilet, and it said, "I've pooped four <laughs> million times." <laughs> it just keeps ticking up every time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fun. It's got a little LED in there. <laughs> I tied my shoes 2,000 times. I mean, that's that's what those those tracker apps are for, those, those step monitors. I do think a lot about just buying a bunch of ribbons, because I know you can get, like, custom ribbons made. like, And that's just cheaper than getting a trophy done, because there's nothing funnier than getting a custom trophy for, for someone. Like, putting a curse word on a trophy and giving it to a friend, that's just a great gift. If you don't know what to do for a friend's birthday, mm -hmm. get him, buy him a trophy, because, like, they're not that expensive. No, you can you can buy a cheap-ass trophy, for sure. Yeah, buy him a little trophy. It's got, like, a swimmer on top with, like, a Speedo on, uh, and it says, like, it, you know, it, you get it especially engraved to say, like, hey, hey, dipstick. It's your birthday. Congrats on being alive another year, I guess, idiot. Go lick it. Go lick you, Go, <laughs> go lick, lick it, this. <laughs> um, here's a hot take. Yeah. Having a family is the participation trophy of life. That's definitely a take. That's, that's my take. You're participating in furthering the species. Yeah. That's good. You did it. You passed on your genes. That's the bare minimum of what you were supposed to do. <laughs> Did you solve any major problem in the world? Did you contribute to culture in any meaningful way? Yeah. No, you just you just fucked and and made a and made more of us. Right. You you did uh you got all four divine beasts. You did 76 <laughs> shrines and you furthered the species by uh fathering a child. So it's like pretty good. Like 75% run, I'd say. <laughs>
<laughs> you didn't get all the Korok seeds, but come on, there there are way too many. <laughs> Fuck, that's that's like the mis- that's very miserable to think about. Is that you do you do die, yeah. and you go to uh, the afterlife, and then like it is just a a rundown. It's like a PlayStation or you know achievement style rundown yeah, of all the it, shit you did. It gives you a ranking. Most people get a C rank. <laughs> you did. You got fifteen percent. Very few people get get S rank. <laughs> oh man, fifteen percent! I could have sworn I did more. Yeah, you barely collected any nuts. <laughs> I was supposed to be collecting nuts. Yeah, you weren't. You weren't. You didn't hold any <laughs> office. <You> just... <laughs> yeah, the the metrics it uses to measure you by. It's like, oh, I didn't. I wasn't even trying to make other people happy. <laughs> that was. That was one of the things? You barely made it. This is just like a very petty version of The Good Place. You barely made anyone happy. You didn't collect any gems. Yeah. <laughs> also, you, you, did, you did no mining of any precious metals. <laughs> <laughs> you never hunted with your bare hands. Right, yeah. You look. You barely even, You. I mean, you drove a lot. You contributed to the uh, the carbon footprint. Which isn't good. That's going to dock you some points, I think. Yeah, that that's the ultimate punishment is just, yeah, when you <laughs> when you die, you just get a printout of your achievements and you oh, have to, shit. And you just, it just tells you how little you accomplished. <laughs> you get to new game plus it, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> just, which is a funny thought of just like, I feel like we're, this is like slightly hacky video game territory, but. It is funny to picture a, like a baby being born, but it's like it's already got all of its skills. Oh wait, that's just boss baby. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> they did it. They did it already. <laughs> I was just picturing a baby, but it's like already got all its shit equipped. It's already got a sword. <laughs> this baby's got a very baby, strong sword. Baby this baby has Masamune. <laughs> crafting skill is so high <laughs> baby just walks out of the womb walks over to a forge and starts like does anybody got any dragon bones <laughs> just starts just hammering yeah uh what are just we gotta doing get back, gotta get back grinding uh what we're doing is is talking to each other for the pleasure of others <laughs> well there you go should we take a break nathan i feel like we've been talking for a while yeah we've been talking for a while We've got a lovely sponsor, possibly multiple sponsors for this episode. Yeah. I haven't even checked, but um, we're going to hear from them. We're going to go into the the, uh, the sponsor cave, and we're going to listen for the whispers. Uh, we'll listen for their sweet monetary whispers, and we'll be back in a second. Yeah. Hey, Nathan, uh, I've got great news for you. Well, oh, I love great news. Oh, I'm already that. Just telling me that you have great news for me is great news. Put your Bible down. There's another source of great news uh, on this day, on this sacred day. That was that was me throwing it. <laughs> I'm finally starting my grocery store chain. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, that's great news. It's very good news. Uh, which, strangely enough, that's the name of the grocery store. Great news. Great news. Great. Yeah. Uh, that is a good. <laughs> It's a decent name for a grocery store. You misheard me. It's Grape News. Oh, great. <laughs> it's a specialty store for wine. Oh, okay. But we do we do sell grapes as well. And raisins and dates. If it's if it's gushy and purple, we got it. <laughs> That's our tagline. 
it sounds like a good idea for business, but in today's fast-paced online marketplace, how, how are you gonna? How are people gonna find it? How are people gonna know about it? This is the best part, Nathan. Is uh, I got Squarespace in my corner. <sighs> Squarespace has helped me out. Now that's some great news. That's very great news. Uh, they're gonna be helping me put together a website. Squarespace is great for this sort of thing. If you're if you're launching a business, if you got a cool idea that you want to bring into the real world through a digital intermediary, Squarespace is your man and or woman or person, I should say, because they can do it for you. Here's what you can do with Squarespace. You can showcase your work. Mm -hmm. I've got several good grapes that I want people (laughs) to see. Uh, I have several good grapes and several hideous prunes that I wish for people to raise and critique. Uh, That's kind of a feature. That's going to be a feature on grapenews.com is you'll have like, grape of the day and uh that'll be you know like a good grape and everyone can comment on it and be like oh what a great grape oh like love that spheroid shape like mm, so purple wonderful and then there will also be a section for like a date or a prune uh and that's you can just like really razz it you'll be like oh i hate this i hate this hideous turd well, Caldwell, i i do have some bad news okay grapenews.com is unavailable that's unfortunate but grapenews.org is available. That's even better because org because uh, it's organic, so it works very well. Yeah, that and that's just another fun thing about Squarespace is you can see what domains are available. That's like the first thing you can do when you go to their website. You just type in any domain idea you have, and then it tells you. It lets you know which is available, and if it is available, you can just buy it. It makes it so easy. It's very easy. Um there's a lot that Squarespace can do for you. Let me tell you a little more. Please. They've got analytics that'll help you grow in real time. They've got built-in search engine optimization. Love that. Free and secure hosting. Oh. Nothing to patch or upgrade ever. And then, of course, 24-7 award-winning customer support. Now, great news, we only got two-hour customer support. Yeah. There's a two-hour window you can call, and you can just gab about grapes with me. <laughs> it's, the, it's, also, it's also your radio show, Gabbing About Grapes. Gabbing About Grapes, yeah. You, can, you call in, uh, and you say, like, how I so hate the dates. How I despise a prune. But now, but their beautiful cousin, the, the grape. Oh, how I love it. So I do have some grape news. Gabbinboutgrapes.com is available. That's available. I'm, I'm behind on, on gift drawings for people that have bought these domains. Uh, so I don't know if we'll do one this week, <laughs> but if you want gabbinboutgrapes.com, that is my gift to you. You may have it. You can have it. So Squarespace is encouraging folks to make it. Uh, with Squarespace, you can make it yourself. There, it's so easy to create a website using their templates, uh, and they really stand out. It's very easy to make something simple, but also something that pops, like a grape if you bite it too hard. <laughs> So if you're ready to <laughs> So if you're if you're ready to start your own business or if you want to make a portfolio website, uh if you want to just take a bunch of photos of cranberries and and just post them online. Uh or if you want to start a cranberries fan site for the band, you can do that too. You can do it on Squarespace. So if you're ready, if you are if you're finally ready to embrace your destiny and and just like make a, a bomb ass website. Go to squarespace.com for your free trial. And when you're ready to launch, you can use the offer code WEDRAW to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So you can use it for uh, a website for like hosting your website, or you can just buy a domain. You can use 10% off a domain. And that's a good deal. That's a, that's a, 
good deal. You you do not offer any percents off your grapes. Those grapes are full price always. Yeah. That's a good deal.com. That's a good deal.com. Let's see. That's a good deal.com is not available, but that's a good deal.net is. Ooh, thank you. Thank you for those alternates. I like to think that I'm like the .net of a person. Oh, hold on. Yeah? That's a good dot deals. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Wait. All right. This is the rabbit hole. We found it, Nathan. That's a good dot what? What can we get? That's a good. That's just a please, good. Just send me spinning. Okay. That's a good uh-huh. dot space. That's a that's good, a good dot zone. Oh! That's a good. That's a good dot software. <laughs> okay. Give me, uh, give, give me some weird ones. So I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. with it if you, if you could. That's a good dot horse. Oh! <laughs> that's a very good website that you can own. Yeah, you can own that's a good dot horse. It's available. <laughs> Nathan, you you want me to are you ready for me to yeah. to blow you out of the water? Please. That's a spicy. <laughs> that's a spicy horse. We know that one too. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Oh, that's a spicy dot video. That's a spicy dot horse. It's there. All right, you know what? I'm I'm doing I'll do it again. I'll double up. If somebody buys that's a spicy dot horse, I will do a drawing for them because that's just that's too good. I love that you don't you any word can just be the thing after the dot now. It's like, you know how when you move into a house, you've already got like a bunch of numbers and that's where you live. On the internet, you can choose your own address and it can be as dumb as you hell. It can be as dumb as you like. It could be as dumb or as amazing. Yeah. That's a spicy dot horse. This is what Squarespace is offering you. Imagine if you moved into a house, if you bought an apartment or you rented an apartment and you told the landlord or landlady, hi, I know that it's uh, 2275 Maple Street, but I'm actually going to be referring to it as uh, spicyhorse.fuck. Is that okay? <laughs> this is this is my spicy. I'm. This is just going to be Chateau de Spicy Horse. <laughs> Uh, you can have all the mail sent to swinkdink.dunk, if you don't mind. That's not, that's not how, that's not how postal codes work, sir. I have, I have the power of God, anime, and Squarespace on my side, and there's nothing you can do about it. (laughs) All right, well, please, uh, again, because we rambled there, it's, uh, squarespace.com for your free trial, uh, when you're ready to launch, use the offer code WEDRAW to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks again, Squarespace, for... Just endless hours of mirth and and delight. But for now, the hours must end because it's time for us to get back to the show. That's a spicy podcast. Nathan, we've been going for a while. Yeah. We've been journeying. We've been we've been sojourning for over an hour, it would seem. We've been we've been riding this this lovely lawnmower of a podcast across <laughs> Many a conversation, just trimming the edges, I would say. We've been riding the USS Spicy Horse across this great nation. It's the name of my lawnmower. And, uh, but it's time, we're reaching the sunset lands, Nathan, and it's, it's time for us to, to start wrapping it up. But before we do that, I want to give a shout out to um, a recent iTunes reviewer. Oh, thanks for reviewing us on iTunes. We really appreciate that. Thank you so much for your wonderful name. Which is five eight three six four seven one nine four seven three Mac. It's a robot. 
It's definitely a robot, but they added Mac at the end, so maybe it's a truck. I <laughs> a truck that has gained sentience. Well, I yeah, I'd like to think that we can provide sentient trucks with uh, some some comfort on the open road. God, it's going to be so good when autonomous vehicles exist because they're going to want podcasts more than anything. Yeah, because they're they're just on the road all the time, and they they you know have to pay attention. They're going to be very bored. They're going to need podcasts. Then maybe that's what's going on here: is that uh, some trucker, you know, dropped their Zune into the engine and spilled some coffee on it, <clears> and <throat> and all of a sudden they got a sentient truck. Oh man, <laughs> can you imagine if they were called Zunecasts? Yeah, boy oh boy, consider their luck. When he found out he had a sentient truck. It's smart truck, smart truck, all on the road with smart truck. That's the new show. That's that's the new show that everyone loves. So this review comes to us from a very smart truck. And here's what they say. Hey, draw man. I love your podcast, especially Yoshi's Yamaka. P.S. I sent it to one of my friends. Oh, thanks. Anyway, Uh, (laughs) do you think that's another truck or if it is it a person friend? Can trucks be Jewish? Follow-up question. Are any of the Transformers Jewish? Are any of the Transformers? They, they must be. Yeah. I think the most, most of them, I know Optimus Prime is Presbyterian. Yeah. Uh, Bumblebee is uh, Orthodox Catholic. I bet Starscream's Jewish. Oh, for sure. If I had to guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, mo- most of them are, are, uh, are Mormon. Yeah. Anyway, um, let me continue. What about things that aren't what they say? Uh, and then in parentheses, football. How is this not a ball that is the shape of a foot? In parentheses. Anyway, bye. Ball that is the shape of a foot. A ball that is the shape of a foot. What makes something a ball? Because I thought ball was also a shape. Yes, a ball is a shape. You're right. It's a sphere. But then again, American football it's not a sphere. It's like a weird torpedo-looking guy. It's oblate as hell. It's an egg. It's a pointy egg. <laughs> Let's go toss around the ruined egg. <laughs> Someone fucked up this egg. Let's toss it around. Let's toss around the flesh egg a little. I love. I love every Thanksgiving. My family and I go outside and we and we toss around the hideous egg. Let's have a game of let's have a game of hideous egg. We we cr- we crunch around in the in the trees, dead children. Uh, we we toss around the hideous egg, <coughs> and then we feast upon the large bird. And it's a good year. The large savage bird. <laughs> I will say that feet do have a ball. You have the ball of your foot. I see. So fe- feet's balls. It could just be a bunch of feet severed and then like formed into a ball. Oh, a ball of feet, a feet ball. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. There's not enough practical jokes in football, I don't yeah, think. Yeah. I I agree. I I've been I've been following football more in in later in, in my more recent years. Right. And um, you know, it it's got its own baggage and and problems, but I it, I wish it had some more pranks. Cuz here's the thing, I mean, like they do in zone celebrations, and those have gotten the 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 laws the laws on those have gotten a little more lax over the years from from my understanding. I think they should remove the in zone celebration. But everybody gets one prop. Every just like to have on their person the entire time they're playing. Yeah, I mean, obviously not, you know, not weapons. Right. Yeah, a prop. Obviously. I think that. I mean, honestly, I do think that football could benefit from having a uh, a DM. 
I guess that's what the ref is essentially. But like, if you use your prop well, the ref would award you inspiration, <laughs> right? And I guess maybe you get like a do over if you fucked up something. You get, you get a re- replay a down or something. Yeah, fuck. This actually sounds very good. I'd like to see more character work from from football players. Well, what I want, Nathan, from the sport of football is somebody to go down to hike the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they look down and they see that it's been replaced with a fake human foot uh, glued to a football. And then the other, you know, I guess maybe a uh, uh, a linebacker or something, you know, stands up and says, now that's what I call a football. And then, and then everybody laughs. There's no play at that point. Everybody just laughs. They all have a good time chuckling. Slapping each other on the butt, whatever large men do to have a good time. I would say that if you do that and if like you get enough laughter and if the ref is, you know, so inclined, that's a free interception. That's a that's a free Oski. This is a turnover. Yeah. That's just the other team. Maybe what it should be is that there's just a new position on each team and that's the oh, team yeah. the team prankster. <laughs> and your job your job during the game is just to <laughs> prank the other team. The, well, it's good because, you know, like the kicker is kind of an ostracized position because it's a very sp- specialized skill. Right. But uh, and it was alone in that pursuit until they introduced the Harlequin. The Harlequin. Yeah, the team, <laughs> the team Harlequin. And that also adds a fun <laughs> element to fantasy football um, where that that's another position you have to draft. And, you know, certain teams, you know, there are only a few really good pranksters out there. The rest of them. They're not going to score a lot of points, but every so often they just completely turn the tide of the game, just like a good kicker. Would. <laughs> Who did you have on your fantasy uh, draft this week? Because like I had, I had uh, Wiggles, the uh, the mirthful clown, uh, and he he fucking crushed it. He did so many japes on the field, and like ah, the amount the amount of turnovers he he pulled was so good. I just like I'm so glad I drafted Wiggles. <laughs> Yeah, I, I had a I, I was playing Aaron Rodgers that week as as my quarterback, and he was playing against Wiggles, and he just he couldn't stop laughing. I know he was unable to stop laughing. He could not complete a single pass. He got zero points. He got zero points. Um, my prankster is Carrot Top. <laughs> oh shit! Carrot Top is very strong. Yeah, Carrot Top would be a good prankster. Um, I think Ashton Kutcher could reprise his role as prankster. Yeah, for for a team. He'd do good. I mean, Los Angeles has now, I think, five football teams, so he could be on any one of those. Scientists speculate that we have upwards of seven football teams. Uh, they kind of emerge from the tar every couple of years. It's a it's a quantum state of of football teams in Los <laughs> Angeles. You never know when you're getting a new one. Yeah, uh, I, I I like that. I like the the team Harlequin. Right. That's just a good idea. That's just NFL. If you're listening, I don't know if any any of the higher ups at the NFL like listening to uh, comedy drawing podcasts, but you know, you don't even need to credit us with this idea. This would just I would watch. I'd make a point to watch more football games. Yeah, I think just like tag uh, any NFL commissioner that you know with our podcast and like tell them like some good ideas <laughs> here, something like that. Just tag yeah at Roger Goodell. Yeah, there you go. Is that his name? You got it. You crushed it. Okay. One last joke about football pranksters, then we move on. It's they try to tackle the prankster, but oops, his jersey turns into a big long silk scarf. <laughs> That's fun. I thought I thought you were gonna say uh, they try to do a tackle, but instead they do a tickle. 
<laughs> That's the only way to take down a, a Harlequin. There are defensive tackles and defensive tickles now. Are both <laughs> are their new positions? It's a whole. You know, it changes the game because it started as like a sideshow thing. But yeah, Wiggles really he reinvented. They they built the um yeah the Forty ers They just rebuilt their entire team around <laughs> Wiggles and became you know their offensive focused teams and defensive focused teams. And now there's a. Uh, there, there are Japes focused teams, and they, they, they won the Super Bowl that year. There's, you know, tumblers. There's all sorts of. It's really bringing back clowning. Uh, magicians. They, yeah. Chris Angel was a was a strange <laughs> choice, but um, you know, he he freaked the other team's minds so bad that they <laughs> they couldn't play. Did you catch this season of Magic Football? <laughs> it's very good. I'm so glad that they introduced magicians to football. <laughs> They keep making the ball turn into bunnies. <laughs> Nobody knows where the ball is. Sleight of hand is so important now. <laughs> uh, Nathan, we gotta we gotta end this show. We gotta pick an idea. What do you think we should do? We just did um, a poster, right? That was the most recent one. We did we did a poster for for Santa who fucks. Yes, I do like the idea of the vigilante rogue mower. The rogue mower, yeah. I don't know if that's just like a series of hijinks they get into. Yeah. If we just do sort of a four panel, the adventures of rogue mower, mm-hmm. that could be fun. Is it that or is it that they like, is this like a list of pranks you can do that people aren't going to get mad at? Is it like, oh, yeah. Like vigilante, vigilante pranks. Vigilante. I like saying... V- because it's vigilante, right? Is is how most people say it. But I like it. I like making it sound fancy. Here's a here's a fun just a little tip for you to spice up your life. Say every word like it's a pasta, and it'll just make <laughs> your life so much better. <laughs> that's just a little. That's just that one's for free. That's a little life hack for you. <laughs> that one's for free. What else we got? We've got uh, <laughs> just. <laughs> Just the idea of dying in the in the freezer at the Western Beef is a pipeline directly <laughs> to purgatory. That's just that's so inside. It's very inside. But we did have the idea about you know grocery store names. Oh yeah, grocery store names could be. Is fun. there something about like if we did we can make it like a typography type thing and it's like the was well, like wow the five here's like the five best groceries that would be because like everybody grinds on their own specific chain like people are all about sheets or wawa or shit like that oh sure sure but if we were like oh here it is like the top five grocery stores in the country or like the top five grocery stores per region and we just make them up yeah i think i think it's fun because like people do like seeing those lists yeah and they'll be like i don't know if we would seed real ones in there so people were like oh man where's uh where's where's dunkle bunks my favorite store where is it i was not on dunkle bunks is for sure one of them yeah Where's Where's Wilson Titley's American Market? I feel like we do, like what would the drawing be? Would they just be the Would just be their logos? Maybe just their logos. I think it would just be the logos. Is what I'm thinking. Yeah, just some some logo type. I see those like America maps that are like you know the most popular chain per state or something like that. God, honestly, like it's it's it might be too much work to do like we couldn't do 50 grocery stores no that's too many but yeah regions i think if we break it into yeah. like midwest uh northeast southeast uh southwest the dakotas the 
the Dakotas. They they get their own. <laughs> I mean, I think if we're if we're making it up as we go, if we're making it all up whole cloth, yeah, we could just like do. Yeah, just do make make some dumb regions. Yeah, the Dakotas is for sure one. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, in the Ozarks they really love like Tin Whistler, the Tin Whistler grocery chain. What if we get one of them right by accident? <laughs> <laughs> wow, Turtle Bees is a real grocery store. That's so strange. <laughs> I like because uh, I thought Giant was more universally known. So now I'm just trying to think of other mythical creatures. Like just Minotaur. <laughs> now I'm gonna run down to Minotaur, grab some Bruce. <laughs> I'm gonna run down to Chomp Minotaur. Well, no, it was just Giant. It wasn't Food Giant. It was just the word Giant. That's so. That's so imposing, right? I never thought of it as a kid. I was just like, yeah, the, the, you go to the Giant. You go get your get your food from the Giant. We can either go to well, the Harris Teeter is closer, but the Chorus of Fates grocery store. <laughs> The immovable cube of destiny is um is is a little further, but like I don't know, their deli is very good. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, let's just go to the Colossus. <laughs> wow! It turns out the Ozark's favorite grocery store is Obelisk. <laughs> Fuck. It's pretty good. That's great. Of all the things we talked about, I think, yeah, gro- grocery store names, it turns out. No, hold on. We had a couple. We had Swimless Fish. Swimless Fish. We also had the, the new game Plus idea, which I liked. Oh, yeah. That's just like a baby who's like pops out. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. I, I don't know how to tell you this, but your baby's on a new game Plus. <laughs> and he's like grinding a sword. I don't know. It's a little it's a little video gamey. This is always the part of the show where it's like, was anything we talked about funny? <laughs> it's we're the only podcast that like r- reviews the shit we talked about and it's like oh is any of that uh <laughs> what yeah nathan we talked about hell punishments which this is it this is our hell punishment is we we have a conversation and then like monsters like craven fools we review our conversation nay an hour after it happened and and just harshly criticize everything we just did and said yeah, and just be like oh yeah fuck well, we didn't we didn't say anything funny, I guess. That was a waste of an hour. Oops. I got hot. I'm hungry now, so I guess that's something. Was was that football prankster idea anything? I think it's very funny. I think it's I don't think it's a drawing, but I No. I think I think that's just something I want to see happen in the world. Well, I think that I think that we got something with grocery stores. We can review further uh, off air, but we've gapped for long enough. Uh, this is a, this is going to be a long one. This is a chunky a chunky friend. This is a chunk. This is a chunky friend, which is also uh, the favorite grocery <laughs> store of uh, Lower Manhattan. Right. Oh yeah, Manhattan's. It's a whole different ball game. Uh, well, friends, this has been what should we draw? You can of course email us at wswdshow at gmail dot com, or you can reach us on Twitter at uh, wswdpod. I'm at Caldy on Twitter. I'm at at Nathan Yaffe. Additionally, please leave us an iTunes review. Uh, we love reading those. You can leave a suggestion there as well. Just give us five stars. Uh, leave a little comment uh, with what you'd like to see us draw, and we might pick it and discuss it and potentially turn it into a drawing. Uh, I guess um, the closest we got this time was uh, uh, Johnny A's suggestion of a uh, swimless fish that led us on this grocery store tangent. So congratulations. Yeah. You did it, kind of. <laughs>
You you lit the spark that sent us on our way. Thanks so much to everyone uh, that that writes in. Um, we we do read all the emails and re- and talk about them, and it's very fun to get them. Uh, please, I guess, share the show with your friends. If you've got friends you think would like it, uh, why not? If you if you if you know any smart trucks that uh, that might want to listen, uh, send it their way. If you know any smart trucks or Jewish robots that you think might want to listen to the show, just give it slide it their way. They can download it right to their brain. It's very easy for them. Mm-hmm. Well, Nathan, um, I'm gonna go stick my hand in some of that fish goo and pull out some of them sweet, sweet, sweet butter boned trout that I love so much. Uh, I, I've got to go play a, a game of, of hideous egg with my with my little uh, <laughs> with my little cousins. <laughs> Like you, you have to earn uh, like as as the participation trophy of your family. You must join them in a game of of hideous egg. Yes, such as the cycle continues. Anew. Such as the cycle continues. Well, um, this has been what should we draw? And Nathan, yeah, I think I know what we should draw. Go along, go along. Oh, catch here, I go. Th- here, here, catch the hideous egg. Nathan, get the score point. It broke. <gasps> <gasps> Oh, it's okay. It's just a little football oh, it's, man it's inside. Like it's, oh, there's a little football man came oh, out. Oh, he's a little football man. He's so small. He's going to grow up and be a big John Elway. <laughs> I love him. Bye. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.